Listening to It's Just a Show podcast. Controversial. Yo, does she really say that? No, I think she did. Entertaining, innovative, real, and raw. Hold on tight. Here's your host, the one and only, the one and only, Hustle Queen Lee. Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? This your girl, Hustle Queen Lee, coming to give you another review of Tyler Perry's House of Pain, episode seven, which is entitled Love and Hate, episode eight, which entitled From Heart to Heart. I want to thank everybody for, like I said, tuning in again. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for showing me love. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. I greatly appreciate it. And we're going to get right into this thing. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> now this is going to be hard for your girl. All right, this, this is going to be a hard one. Um, hmm. I struggle. I struggled because after watching both episodes, I must say that I did not enjoy either one of them. I knew that it was going to be a challenge to review these because it really wasn't a lot of material to discuss or to make into a legitimate review. So I'm going to do my best on these on these uh, review for last night episode. So you know, y'all just bear with me. Y'all know I ain't lying because if you watched the episode as well, you know that um. It wasn't much content there. So episode seven opens up with Miranda standing um, outside in Curtis's and Ella's backyard. Um, we see that Ella is trying to give her some wise counsel on how to deal with Calvin and their divorce. Now, judging from Miranda's communication to Ella, we find out that her and Calvin really don't communicate outside of court and it sparked just my curiosity when it comes to how do they deal with like the custody um, agreement of Christian? Because I'm like, well, if y'all don't really communicate outside of court and they haven't really identified someone who's playing like the mediator between the two, because it's obvious that the family really doesn't communicate with Miranda. So it has me wondering, is the family seeing Christian? How is this? really going like I, I didn't understand that but it did spark my curiosity when it comes to custody as it pertains to Calvin and just him actually spending time with his son because he never mentions that the um the meat or the bulk of their conversation is really about child support that that's really it not anything else regarding Christian which I thought was um very interesting however real as well um very authentic to what a lot of people go through and deal with when they're dealing with divorce and with children being involved. Um, we still have not heard mention of the son that he shares with Tracy. Um, Calvin Jr. is almost as like these children don't really exist. And I think the only reason why we hear so much about Christian is because Miranda is his mother and they're going through the divorce. Now let's deal with this elephant in the room. I'm trying to find out when did Malik get so disrespectful? It wasn't humorous. It wasn't comedic what he was saying to Miranda. And I felt that if anybody, you know, could have some type of sympathy, it would be a CJ because number one, he and Janine did experience a divorce when she was going through her addiction, her crack addiction. And then you have Malik, and even though he's younger, of course, he actually know what it's like to have an annulment because he and Summer weren't married that long. And I'm just thinking, I heard a lot of flack 
then I heard people who were actually kind of celebrating how Malik was talking to Miranda. Number one, I didn't feel it's none of your business. And I think a lot of times in families, we kind of take on the weight of what's going on with other people's relationship that really have nothing to do with us. So regardless of whether or not it was Miranda's fault, Calvin's fault, whatever the case may be, that's not your place. And at the end of the day, I felt like even though Malik is an adult, Miranda is older than you. You know, and she's been around. I just felt like how Tyler wrote Malik's character or how he's writing the character. I saw someone, it was like, oh, it seems like that Malik is more so the sassier sibling other than Jazz. And I said, no, it's sassy and, and attitude has nothing to do with it. He's downright disrespectful. Because the things that he was saying to Miranda, how he must how he was treating Miranda, it was almost as if you're not welcome. And Miranda had made the comment to CJ. She said, I know I'm not family. And he was like, That doesn't matter. You know, you can still stay for dinner. And I'm like, Well, why? She still is family. Her and her and Calvin are not divorced. So why are we treating Miranda differently? Now, like I said, Miranda is not my favorite person, but right is right and wrong is wrong. I did enjoy, I really didn't enjoy the the communication with, with Ella and Miranda. It was still that same Tyler format of dragging the scenes and unnecessary dialogue. I felt that that scene could have been powerful. Um, and some things with Ella I don't agree with. Like I almost felt as if she was kind of like putting all the blame on Miranda as far as why her and Calvin have not been communicating. And it was very evident when Miranda and Calvin were alone that Calvin played a big role in this. He was very, you know, and I can understand because of how Miranda left him. I get that. And I think we have to weigh the cost. We have to remember how much of an asshole Calvin was through almost toward the ending of their marriage. He was not the model husband. He, he wasn't. He wasn't providing. He wasn't being there emotionally. And I think that sometimes maybe people forget about how Calvin treated Miranda. And we and if you have not, definitely go back. Definitely go back and watch the episodes after Calvin got shot. He definitely changed. And, of course, anybody would when you go through something like that. And, you know, some people believe, well, we you know, when you get shot and you have. And I can personally relate to that because my mother was shot when I was 16. And I know there were things that she was going through and things that I definitely couldn't understand at that age however it did not change the way how she treated her children so I'm like nah Calvin was just on some he was on some BS he really was so Calvin came over to discuss he was upset he was mad that his mom was talking to Miranda because in his mind nobody should be talking to Miranda that's not what I want when I divorce her y'all divorce her and I said you know what Calvin is still a spoiled little brat. He He's a spoiled, somewhat of an asshole. <laughs> so I think his mom and Ella, um, I think that Ella gave a great word to him, but then she kind of like jacked it up because she told him basically, look, you were not who you were supposed to be as a husband to Miranda. So I love the fact that she told him this, but I'm like, baby, you a few years too late when you should have really told Calvin how he was to Miranda because I think that Ella don't get me wrong like I said Miranda we saw her transition we saw everything that she did from being a con artist to coming back and apologizing to you know Calvin wanted to marry her saying she's the one and I can understand the family's reservations about her but in actuality Miranda did change 
it didn't help that Calvin was not being, like I said, the model husband or just the husband, the provider, the father that he needed to be with everything that he was dealing with as a man. I'm not a man, so I can't really discuss what men go through or how they deal with not being able to provide for their family. I know that it has to be a hit to their manhood, but definitely don't disrespect the woman who God has given you to share this life with. So we see that Miranda comes over to Calvin's house and the condo. She was like, you know, she's trying to make small talk. Oh, it still looks the same. And Calvin went trying to hit it. <laughs> Calvin was looking at her like, if you don't get the hell at this house. And, you know, she asked him, you know, are you really seeing other people? I'm like, why are you asking that question? Number one, it's none of your business. Obviously, this situation with Joy and Calvin has been over. The only thing that's dragging out this divorce is the child support. So why are you asking him about his dealings with other women? You really don't want to know that. You're not happy about it. You don't want to hear about Calvin being with another woman. So why are we even discussing this right now? So I didn't understand that because clearly he didn't ask her because he doesn't care. The facial expression that Calvin had was, I don't care about you. Get out my face. And so the reality is Miranda is in love with the person Calvin is today. She's in love with the changes that he's made. She's in love with the fact that he has income, steady income. That's what she's in love with. So I'm like, I can't even say you really are in love with Calvin. You are in love with what he now represents. So, and that happens. And I do understand that from a woman's perspective, but it's like at the same time, they need to be divorced. I really do believe that they are going to go through with the divorce, even though she kissed, <laughs> she kissed Calvin. You know, she asked, do you miss me? And of course, I'm sure he misses some aspects of her, but the brother don't miss you, Miranda. And so, you know, she... Basically, she kisses him, and she seemed a lot more into that kiss than he did. And she was like, yeah, I know you miss me. I'm like, Miranda. Miranda, you've never been the dumb type, sweetie. That brother does not want you. Not even in the least bit. So I I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I understand how it feels when you can feel what you want slipping away from you, slipping out of your hands. And you no longer can grasp it. I get that. However, don't be so desperate that you put yourself in that type of position to only get rejected. Um, Calvin showed no interest in Miranda. He showed no interest in communicating with her. He has shown no interest in getting back with her. Because one thing I can say about a man, just from my personal experience, when a man wants you, you will know. If there has been a situation in your marriage or your relationship and he know he messed up and he wants you back, he's going to let it be known. It may take a while. It's not going to take years. It may take a while for him to build up the, enough courage to come and step to you, but it's not going to be years. It's, it's just not going to It's not gonna be like that. Um, Janine was not in either of the episodes last night, um, which I really did miss her. Um, the conversation with Jasmine, CJ, and Malik about marriage. And Malik said something I thought was really great because J uh, CJ was like, well, neither one of y'all are ready to get married because you're both young. And I think that a lot of times parents speak that language because of th they kind of still view their children as children. Because at the end of the day, I don't believe anyone is really ready. You'll never have enough money. You'll never be really where you want to be. That's almost like a figment of imagination figment of imagination and it sounds good to say those things but I want to have this before I get married I want to be making this amount of money when I get married and you realize 
five years have gone by and you're still adding things onto that list that you require from yourself before you bring someone else into your life. So when Malik made the statement, well, you know, he was like, Jasmine and I are the same age you and mom were when y'all began to settle down. And CJ was like, what? Malik, go to bed. And it's like, yeah, oh, he hit you because he was he was right. And I think that sometimes we don't give, they parents don't give children the benefit of the doubt. Then there are times where children need to listen to their parents and they're like, you're not ready. In no way, shape, or form are you ready to have a wife or a husband or you are financially prepared to take on if this woman gets married, which is kind of where we're seeing Malik. He has someone pregnant. He's not in a um, place financially to take care of the woman or the child. And so we see that Lisa comes down. You know, she just comes out of nowhere. She comes from upstairs in a robe. She's listening to music. She's dancing. She's twerking. She's just being that part for me was like, oh, hell no. So I'm like, where is Janine at? And so CJ told Ella that Janine and Jasmine went to go stay at Janine's mom's house because she couldn't deal with Lisa being there. I said, time out. I don't know any woman. I don't know any black woman. First of all, no one is running me out of my house. Number two, sweetheart, I have a husband. So when you are around us and, you know, it's bedtime or whatever, you have on appropriate clothing. Because what she had on, I'm looking at her like, oh, you, oh, this cool? See, we would have had a would have had a conversation. So I know that Demetria McKinney has a guest starring role on the show. I know she's not like a permanent staple, and I get that. But I'm like, if you had to write her off, or if you had to write Jasmine off to be gone for a while, that wasn't the appropriate thing to do because I'm like, well, what about the twins? She left the twins there for CJ to take care of? Highly. I highly doubt that. Ain't no mother's going to leave her kids. I'm going to take Jasmine, but leave the twins there. And I was like, come on, Tyler. I was just honestly episode seven and eight just really disgusted me because I believe that episode six was to me probably was the best episode thus far or the second best episode thus far. And I'm like, cause I did enjoy episode four, I believe because I always enjoy the ones that come on at eight 30 more than the ones that come on at eight. And I'm like, you know, I honestly, I went back and I went and I looked at every episode of Tyler Perry's House of Pain as far as who wrote the, the episodes and who directed. And when I went back and looked at the old shows, Tyler rarely wrote an episode for House of Pain. However, he did direct a lot of the episodes. He didn't necessarily write them. When I watched this, I said, well, my God, what is really going on? Because Tyler, it is impossible for me to believe that when he watches these shows, you cannot I just don't believe he can sit there and be like, man, this is good. This this is really good. And if he does, I'm just like, help me to see what you see. And I do see some people who they're like, man, I enjoyed last night's episodes. I thought they were amazing. They were great. I still love Curtis. I still love this. And I'm like, well, in the first episode, I believe, when Calvin went to go talk to Curtis, they were talking about, you know, Ella being constipated and and gassy and like that was a bulk of the conversation and I'm just like what are we really doing here like I just don't understand it and it really made me see because I said last 
review. I said that Tyler was a, is a great writer. I think Tyler does great with some of his movies, even though some of them can be, you know, cheesy. I think that as the latter years have come, I'm like, well, can Tyler really write sitcom, like kind of sitcom dramedy things? And I know he can because some of his other shows are are good, I believe. I believe that Sisters is one of his top tier shows. I really do. Some of the, don't get me, don't get me wrong, some of the writing with that is kind of, mm, okay, sometimes too. But I think overall, as far as concept and storyline, I think Sisters is one of the best shows that he has. When I look at House of Pain, I know that we all genuinely, genuinely had a certain feeling or a certain dynamic that we expected and I believe that expectation has not been met because from what I saw I was just like this is really interesting and I and I do believe that Tyler even with you know the show being kind of shaky he does have some type he does have like real moments in there and one of the things I thought was one of the real moments was when um, I noticed a lot of people were really appalled at Ella for sitting down and having a conversation with Miranda. And I thought that was really interesting because it's obvious that Miranda really can't talk to her family about what's going on with her. And I do believe that Ella has kind of always played, I'm not going to say devil's advocate, but she has always been in the center to say, I'm available to you when you need me. So I do respect that about her. The, the thing I didn't like that Ella said in this particular episode was when she went to Calvin's house and she basically told him I don't care how you feel like I don't care how you feel I'm done talking to you I am so done with talking to you I believe that at sometimes parents keep your nose at your children's business I did not think it was it wasn't her place to bring Miranda to Calvin's home that's his place of safety that's his place of peace and you bring this woman over. I thought that was out of line. I thought that she overstepped her bounds truly in, in, in that moment. Um, I do agree with the fact of why she went to Calvin's house because Calvin wasn't trying to hear her. Calvin stormed out her house, slammed the door behind him. And I'm thinking, Calvin, like, what's really going on with you? Is it, is it the fact that your family is talking to Miranda? That bothers you that much. How do you expect them to see their grandson? If there is no communication, like what is going, what's going on? And even the conversation with Miranda and Calvin, I could really see how, like I said, Calvin is selfish. I haven't seen him own up as of yet to anything that he's done to the type of husband that he was, like truly apologize and own up to his part in the demise of their marriage because in essence, it wasn't just Miranda. It wasn't just Miranda who played a role in, you know, the destruction of their marriage. Curtis in this episode, honestly, I know he was in the episode, but I really just looked past him. <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to explain it. I really just kind of just ignored the fact that he even existed in, in, in the show tonight. I mean, excuse me, last night. He was just there. You know, only thing I remember about Curtis is that, you know, he told Calvin that uh, Ella was asleep. Um, Calvin walked in and was looking for his mom and didn't acknowledge or speak to his father. He was like, hey, that's all I remember, honestly, about um, Curtis. And I know that he said something about, you know, he could give advice too. I don't know what happened after that because I really kind of zoned out because I was so disappointed with the quality of writing for episode seven and episode eight. Um, 
yeah, that's just that's just what it was. I, I Miranda Miranda was stalling uh, when Miranda stopped by CJ's house. She was stalling because she wanted to run into Calvin, especially when Malik told her that Calvin was on his way. You know, you know, you don't want to run into him, and she was doing all kind of things to, um, you know, derail or you know prolong her time there. Oh, that's a nice chandelier. I never noticed that before, and and uh. Malik and Jasmine was like, you see, you see, you see a, ch- a chandelier up there. I don't, I don't see one. So she was just doing things to, like I said, prolong her time in order to run into Calvin. And we saw when Calvin came in, she spoke to him and he didn't even acknowledge her um, at all. And then he told her, you know, when you signed the divorce papers and maybe we can talk about being friends. And I'm like, so she has to sign these papers or, or do whatever needs to be done in order for you to agree to have some type of friendship with her. And my thing is this, you don't even have to be friends. You don't have to be friends. Just be cordial. Y'all have a child together, be cordial, be able to co-parent in a healthy way. And that's really all y'all need to do. And I never understood that. And, and to be perfectly honest, you know, I don't have any children with anyone. And even some of the the men who I have had, prior relationships with I cannot say that we are like friends that check on each other often and ever ever so often but I don't need to have a friendship with you we had our moment together it didn't work I don't hate you hopefully you don't hate me I see something that you do on social media I congratulate you and and I keep it moving but I'm not trying to be your friend it's not a it's not a necessity for me and for Miranda and Calvin to be friends I don't see the necessity in that it's not a necessary relationship. Only thing we need to do is make sure that our son is growing up in a healthy environment where he can see his parents getting along. That's really it. So I never understood. I want us to be friends, and we should be able to be friends. Why? We don't need to be friends. I'm sorry. We can't be friends like Deborah Cox and RL say. That's just, <laughs> we can't be friends, and not because I'm still in love with you. We just we don't need to be friends, period. Um, so that's how I really felt about um, last night's episodes seven and eight. It really wasn't much there. You know, I tried my best to kind of like see beyond what was given. Um, some people, you know, were like, had asked me how I felt about the actors. Like the actors don't even act the same anymore. And honestly, I don't blame them for their lackluster performance. And one thing I do know is that when you give great material, Actors can give a great performance. They they relate to the material that they're given. When you're given horrible material, it's kind of hard to translate horrible material into an amazing performance. And I knew I had some people who kind of like, they didn't put it on the YouTube comments. They actually um, did, they DM me or messaged me on different, on the different social media sites. And, you know, people, you know, people say, well, how do you know? Have you ever did a show? You know, you have that, and I understand. And no, I have not had a show on TV or anything like that. But I do write. I've written plays. I've written, you know, things of that nature. I formatted a book into a stage play. So I understand the the ethic. I understand the um, just the responsibility of writing and being able to craft a story where it makes sense, where it pulls at people's strings, where it does everything that needs to be done, whatever purpose you're trying to convey through your writing I'm able to do that and I'm able to tell it doesn't take a rocket scientist it doesn't take someone who's actually into the the industry to see that this is not good this is not good 
writing. This is not a good script. This is not really any, this is a horrible roadmap to get these actors from point A to point B. It's horrible. And you don't need to be, you know, in the industry to, to see that. Cause we all have an opinion. We all know a good movie from a bad movie, period. We all know the movie Sprung and no hate to nobody who <laughs> who acted in the movie Sprung. Sprung was a funny movie, but it wasn't like a good movie. It was what it was. So it was like comparing Sprung to Dead Presidents or Sprung to Love Jones, Sprung to New Jack City or Poetic Justice. It's not hard to tell Sprung has it does not compare into acting it does not compare into the writing the script the overall storyline it does not compare and I haven't produced the movie directed a movie any of that I'm just a person who understands quality and appreciates quality and I expect quality especially from those who we pour into who we support financially so that's kind of my 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 thing on that when it comes to um House of Pain, like I said, it really wasn't even much to talk about. So I tried to give, you know, insight in other areas when it comes to that. You know, my hope is that this show becomes what we know it can become. But I think Tyler needs to have a talk with himself and realize that he needs writers. Period. Point blank. Simple. He needs writers. It's evident. Uh, someone asked me about Assisted Living. No, I have yet. to. I think I watched one episode. I'm not interested at all. Um, I just think Tyler Perry needs prayer, not even prayer. He just need to get some darn writers like ASAP because I can really see assisted living being canceled. Um, I don't believe that house of pain will be canceled because it still is bringing in view viewers. And I think that someone had posted last week, actually assisted living. One of the episodes had more views than house of pain. So I was like, Oh, that's scary. That's really scary. But you know, that's just, it is what it is. So that's really all I have. If I miss anything, um, make sure you guys put it in the comments so we can kind of get a dialogue going on. Um, but I think that was really all that happened in those two episodes. It wasn't much. It it, it wasn't much. Um, I love that Jasmine was trying to check Malik, but it was still that back and forth. Like, Malik, hush. No one to hush. No one to be quiet. No one to do this. No one. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Here we go again. Um, I know some people, oh, I did want to talk about this too. They talked about CJ's reaction to finding out that it was a possibility that Jasmine was the one that was getting married. And even though Malik was just joking, his response was was different. So it brought up the whole thing about, you know, having a daughter and um, opposing to having a son who is getting married. And Jasmine, you know, took it like, oh, he doesn't love you, you know, because his reaction wasn't as as strong as it was to find out that she was the one that could be possibly getting married. And I think that's a good, and it's like when that, I thought that could have been a great moment. It even could have been a committed moment with some seriousness in it, but it's like the moment that something could possibly be great. They make a joke out of it or it goes to a different scene or it's like the scene is just totally lost. And I was like, that could have been a great moment. You know, how do you feel about Jasmine possibly getting married or Jasmine like it's just certain conversations that are just not being had it could be on purpose the way he's writing it but I just think there's just a lot of material that's being missed so that's really all I have y'all let me know um 
you know, what were your thoughts, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, and hopefully what you want to see come or happen in the next upcoming, you know, episodes. But until then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we going to ride this thing out. I'm going to continue to watch it. I'm not going to give up on it. I'm going to continue to do the reviews. And if it's something in particular you guys want me to talk about as it pertains to House of Pain or any other thing, hit me up in the comments and I'll be sure to respond. So, as always, y'all stay safe, be safe, and I will holler at y'all later. One.